How is everyone doing? Hot Rod Rodney Dyer here with Heel Radio Podcast. And I just wanted to know, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Uh, When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my shows into all these apps where people like to listen? How do I make money from my own podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is simply Anchor. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and so easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. This means you can get paid for your podcast right away. I love Anchor. Um, it helps me do everything I need to do with my podcast. So, if you're always wanting to start a podcast, uh, start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. Um, join me um, in this diverse community of podcasts ready to use. Um, that is anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. And don't forget to go over to Hill Radio and check out my podcast. Have a great day. Welcome to Heal Radio. I'm your host, Hot Rod Rodney Dyer, and we've got a great episode for you today. We've got a SmackDown review, and we're going to go over a few other things like AEW. They did something amazing that WWE's never done. We're going to go over um, um, SmackDown, uh, what happened, the road to WrestleMania, and Fastlane. And we have a special guest going to be on the show today. Um, he's a very avid wrestling fan. Um, he loves wrestling. He's been been watching wrestling his entire life, um, and he's gonna. We're just gonna go over, go over, the, go over some stuff with him. Ask him how he likes the WWE. Um, you know what's going on with some of the stuff inside WWE and things like that. Um, but um, that that's gonna be the episode we got going on today. Don't forget to go over and look at our last episode, Raw review. Um, it was a it was a good episode, and then check out our very first episode back for this season. But, um, you know, let's go ahead and get into this episode here. So give me one second. I'm going to bring him on the line. We'll be right back. And we are back with Hill Radio, and I have my special guest here, uh, Mr. Clayton Haynes. How you doing, Mr. Clayton? Man, I'm doing super good. So uh, today's episode is going to be about just SmackDown review. Um, so I whatever you want to talk about that be related but let's just go ahead and get into what you think of spending have you watched it all yet yeah man i actually watched it uh last night and then uh i, I fell asleep and then i watched uh, i watched it again this morning so definitely got a chance to soak it in and it was um it was okay i mean it was um it was kind of like raw I'm, I'm sure we'll get into it but overall i, I liked it now, before we get into any major, any major stuff like that, I just want to tell the fans here that you know you've been a really good friend of mine for a long time. We know we love wrestling. How long have you actually been watching wrestling? Yeah, I, I remember watching <clears throat> probably ninety seven, ninety eight. You know, switching back, you know, switching back and forth between uh, WCW, um, specifically um, like Nitro and Thunder, and then. Switching back and forth to Raw and SmackDown, you know, during that era. So, a little spoiled, you know, back then it was a different product. But um, I, I watched it um, probably starting at that era and then just kind of fell off 
like around the ruthless aggression era and then just recently picked back up with the current product uh probably the last year or two okay cool cool yeah um i i've been you know i've been steadily watching it through the ruthless aggression era so um but that's cool that you've been a, you've been a fan for a very very long time mm-hmm. um we're that you know it's fun to talk to somebody about wrestling um not just myself so um that's really really cool so um let's just get into it I mean, you can you, you know the floor is yours you can talk about anything you want you know we can get into the smackdown review a little bit later but you know you can just you know whatever whatever you want to whatever, whatever you want to talk about you know the floor is yours yeah man so i i know that this is heel radio and and uh i know you kind of always likened yourself to the hill side of the card um, you love hills i mean i know that Chris Jericho was probably one of your favorites. Um, I'm pretty much the same way. Like, I, I love, I love the bad guys. You know, probably starting with one of the original bad guys when I when I first started, which was Razor Ramon. You know, the yeah, bad guy. You um, know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, that's the original bad guy. I don't know. Yeah, one of my all time favorites. Like, like without him, we wouldn't have some of the stuff we have today yeah absolutely man and now with the wwe network you can go back and watch some of those awesome classics um you know like the ladder match you know with uh with Shawn michaels and then that was just an amazing even from a storytelling perspective that was just a great uh, match i mean and then the work in the ring was just killer and so much has happened since then but yeah i love hills too man and i'd like to get your take on it eventually i guess when we get to that segment but what you think of Daniel Bryan as a heel and, you know, kind of what kind of heel he is. Have, have we ever seen a heel like him? Uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy to join you in this podcast. And I, again, I, man, I love heels. I, I mean, for me, baby faces are, are going to always be the crowd favorite. Right. But without a heel, you can't, you can't have a baby face, you know, honestly. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll definitely give you my take on Daniel Bryan a little bit later on the show. But um, I don't know if you watched the the Raw review episode I did on Monday. But what do you what do you personally think about D Generation X getting in the Hall of Fame? It's it, that's been one of the groups of all time, right? Love it, man. I love DX. <laughs> I mean, you know the so we know that Shawn Michaels found Jesus, and so there's even if you yeah. if you if you listen to some of what Shawn Michaels has talked about, he he considers himself like. Uh, before Jesus and then after Jesus, you know, he, he ranks the DX that way. But for me, it's a little overdue, you know, finally getting Triple H in there. And then most of all, what I'm most proud of is China. Um, Dude, I was so excited about that too, man. Um, you know, I, I was talking to, you know, mem- uh, one of our buddies, you know, Chris, the guru of wrestling. Um, I personally think that China got in. I think they should put that Crystal Wall in next. That's it. I know, you know happen but he still deserves to be in the hall of fame i I think that there's so many wrestlers that like you look at like i was just looking at chris jericho's instagram page today you know and as you know him and dean malenko uh eddie guerrero you know that was kind of like the running group you know for a while in wcw when the cruiserweights were really getting popular um they kind of always took a back seat or whatever even though the shows were built off of them especially the house shows if you look at some of the data, but I mean, the the wrestlers themselves don't deny um, Chris Benoit's t- sheer talent in the ring. Now we know outside of the ring, there was some crazy, you know, stupid stuff that happened that you can't deny. Um, but at the same time, Chris Benoit gave so much to the, 
to the industry that that is also undeniable. So I don't know. How, I don't know if I would go Hall of Fame really, um, but he definitely deserves something like some sort of like I feel like WWE like, acts like that like he never existed, which I think is wrong. Yeah, so I think he should get some sort of recognition for something. Something like um, yeah. absolutely. The next, the next rumored inductee is going to be Virgil. Is what I'm reading. What do you think about that one? Because he was a heel guy as well. You know, DX was heel. Now we got Virgil. Um, he was a you know heel with uh, Ted DiBiase. So what do you think? What do you like? Do you like that pick? I I do. That's kind of like a. Um, that's kind of one of those picks that I wouldn't expect immediately. Um, I can understand why. Was a great heel though. Um, especially during that era, what he was able to do and able to accomplish. Um, I'm excited about, I'm excited about to see some of these guys that are not exactly household names really be brought to the forefront um, so that the, the younger audience can kind of go back and look at the WWE network and look at some of these great matches um, and some of these great story arcs where these guys were definitely relevant. And these, the current product is definitely built off the backs of some of these guys like Virgil. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, I hope the class is good, you know, because every year it's been like, okay, and there's just been one major star. You know, I hope it's not just DX and a bunch of, you know, really minor stars, you know what I'm saying? I hope it's actually packed this year um, because the road to WrestleMania is looking pretty, pretty legit this year. So um, let's uh let's move on and let's get into the SmackDown review. Um, so uh, you said you watched it and then you rewatched it again today? Yeah, definitely. Um so we opened up with the Miz offering the apology to Shane McMahon. What do you think? What do you think about that? Uh, the, you said that was uh, the Miz apologizing to Shane. Is that what you were saying? Okay, yeah. Yeah, nope. yeah the opening segment, he was mad because in the Lemay Chamber, he lost. Um, so, and they just won him. So it's like a weird looking, you know, weird. They just won the tag team titles and they lost them. Are they setting up a. Shane versus Miz at WrestleMania. What do what do you think they're doing here? So there's there's a couple of cool things, and there's also some con- some confusing things for me just as a fan. But um, so just kind of starting off with the way it, it started, like the Miz interrupting Shane McMahon. Um, yeah, I thought that that that's kind of like foreshadowing a little bit, and then also to say um, the Miz was like, "Hey, I have, to, I have a confession to make. I was using you." You know, both of those things to me really signal a turn um really signal a turn for possibly at fast lane where you know maybe the miz um just kind of is not getting and i don't know how they're going to build it because um, how many episodes do we have until fast lane two weeks so one oh two okay Next week and then... so two smackdown episodes basically it's yeah. going to be interesting how they build that I personally hope they turn Shane heel because I actually like Dan, uh, the Miz being face right now. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't understand, like, you know, he says this, this, the, the segment with his father, like, I don't understand why his father's never said he was a champion or never, never <laughs> proud of him. He's been a champion, you know. And then we had the Usos interrupt him, which I'm actually, I like the Usos. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Six time champions now. They actually surpassed the New Day. Um, so I, I don't, you know, I know WWE was trying to make the New Day the most tag team champions of all time or whatever yeah. a couple months ago, and then they just gave the the, cha- the titles back to the Usos. But you know, they came out and said the Miz was a failure and stuff. He actually, and I was just like, that's a weird segment because he's he's not really a failure. He's uh, not. He's 
uh, greatest intercontinental champion in our, our generation. I know WWE, like, you know, really likes to do this good guy versus bad guy thing, and I just don't see. And here's why I think there's going to be a turn because I really don't see either one of those teams being the heel team yet. Yeah. So that's another just kind of a supporting argument as to some somebody's got to turn heel. Another weird thing is they just gave the titles to the Usos after dude got arrested like a couple days before that. That, that was so really odd. Like, like, but I, I gave the segment a C because it was just weird for me. So, uh, yeah, something to, to kind of mention on that, like the the automatic like match rematch clause. They yeah. mentioned it because they know the audience is like smart to the storylines and they didn't want to just throw that out the window. They were like, well, Miz was like, hey, you're Shane McMahon. I know you can do this. I still kind of feel a little confused as to why we're going right back to the rematch thing. And if it's going to make sense, it's going to make sense. I'm going to be cool with it. But like like you were saying, I mean, it was a little weird. So I just want to see how it's going to play out. I do still think somebody's going to turn. Um, like you said, you hope it's Shane. I hope it's Miz because – for me, Miz has always been like this Ric Flair character. I mean, even back when Ric Flair was kind of with the Miz and gave him the figure for leg lock and whatever. Uh, yeah, I just it's gonna be cool. Now, mention. Uh, well, I actually have a question about. I, I got run something by you a little bit later about Ric Flair, but we'll get to that later. But, um, the next, uh, the next match we had was Alistair Black making his SmackDown debut versus Andre. So, um, what? So two fast rising stars. Um, dude, I love both of these guys. Um, what, what did you watch the match? What do you think? Absolutely, I did, man. Um, so just to kind of, just to kind of look at it as a whole. I mean, we had Andrade, or we had um, Alistair Black on Raw, um, and then we again got him on um, SmackDown. I think that's what we did with all the the, the new in, NXT um, call ups. But um, yeah, I was kind of. I was kind of – it was cool because, of course, last year at TakeOver New Orleans, um, we got the same match pretty much. Uh, yeah. Well, the same the same um, wrestlers. It wasn't the same match for sure. The, the NXT TakeOver match was a lot better, of course. But um, same building, same town, um, as they mentioned on there. Um, it's kind of a cool – something else that's kind of cool is, you know, Aleister Black is married to Zelina Vega in real life. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it's cool. It's kind of weird to see, <laughs> you know, since takeover like that's happened. It was just kind of a cool dynamic. Um, I love, I love Alistair Black, man. I love Andrade, but yeah, both of those guys now, are just really technical and and really good at striking. So I, I love the match. There was a lot of great spots in the match, but of course, with uh, Alistair Black making his debut, he you know he stunned. Um, Andrade with the the black mask and got the one two three. Do you think that kind of hurts Andrade's push that he's been getting the last few weeks, or is it going to be fine? Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be fine ultimately. Um, it's 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 a little disappointing to see. I wish they would have picked somebody else besides Andrade because Andrade right now, as from what I thought, was supposed to be uh, feuding with Rey Mysterio. They've had two, as far as I know, I think they've had two really really solid matches on SmackDown. And we haven't yeah, seen anything. I, think I read something I read earlier saying Rey Mysterio was in a dark match on SmackDown this past week. So okay. they moved him off of TV. I got you. <laughs> yeah, like, I was, I don't know, I really love that dynamic. It kind of reminds me of the old, like, um, Ricky uh, Steam, Steamboat and um, Flair um, 
pre-match kind of thing where it was it's epic and uh, like the finish is always just really good and the moves are always good like from a storytelling standpoint um i love that angle but with andrade um getting defeated like that i mean it makes sense for the new talent the brand new talent to to go over but i don't think it's gonna hurt andrade but it was just kind of from somebody who pays attention to all the storylines like me and you i was just kind of like yeah why andrade um, it was like I said, it was a great match, and I, I give it a B. But um, I personally think he's gonna be fine as well, um, and they're gonna give him a push pretty soon. Um, uh, maybe he might go for the United States title. Who knows? We'll see. That would be. Um, it would be. I mean, because the chemistry he and um, um, Rusev have is also really, really good. We saw that match before, and that was a great. Um, just from a chemistry well, standpoint, dude, he had a great match with uh, AJ Styles. True, he really did. So, I mean, I think he's going to be a top guy pretty soon. Um, but then we had DIY versus the bar as our next match. Um, okay, so these are two my literally two favorite NXT guys, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. I love both of them. Uh, you know, Johnny Gargano, North American champion, and uh, Tommaso Ciampa as NXT champion, you know, fought the, uh, the bar. What do you think about this? I mean, you know, um, they got that, that victory over the bar and the bar. It's been pretty hot lately. I love, man. I absolutely love the the backstage segment before the match. Yeah. Um, where the bar was just really kind of, oh, we're the, you know, we're the big guys around here. Um, you're just kind of nothing. You need to go back to wherever you came from, kind of deal. Um, we're just gonna stomp you guys out pretty much. Just and then Tomasa Champa and um, Gargano were just not phased at all. You know. They're like, whatever, you know, we're here to make an impression. We're here to break the bar. Um, I thought that was really cool. And in the match, they did just that. I mean, they put on a, a good uh, a good wrestling match. You know, Johnny Wrestling, you know, he is who he is. Um, but there was a, a scary spot in there. Did you see that? Like, where? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Wait, it looked like his knee was hurt. Yeah, look, I mean, like, it almost took him out of the match. I mean, he like, I was surprised to see him get back in the match. I had to rewatch that a couple times. Is it, I mean, he's got the knee brace already, and he's already had some knee issues in the past. But the, um, what do you think they're doing with Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa? Are they going to actually officially put them back together at DIY as a heel team, or are they just going to leave it? Because they've been teamed up before they made their debuts. They, you know, they've teamed up a couple of times on NXT. Yeah, I really love DIY. I mean, but but also the chemistry between Ciampa and and Gargano just against each other is also great. I mean, they could wrestle anybody on that SmackDown roster and be just fine. Um, I don't know if they're going to stay at SmackDown or go to Raw, but um, I, I think they'll probably – if you look at the tag teams that SmackDown have, I mean, think about it. They have the New Day, um, the Bar. Who, who, I mean, what? who else is really mentionable on SmackDown as far as a tag team goes? Right. I mean, you're right. I mean, you got the Usos, the Bar, the Shaman Man, and Miz, and the New Day. I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, pretty much all got there. <laughs> I mean, we need a good, we need a really solid tag team on on SmackDown. I mean, even on Raw. I mean, the tag team division right now. Um, I feel like there's always these six man tag matches where they're just throwing a bunch of people together, but the actual like two man deal is just. I think it's been ignored for the most part. Um, 
and I love tag wrestling. Like some of the best memories I have is around tag wrestling, but especially tag teams like two man, two man. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think if they come in as DIYs, like a great heel team, which we mo- we know both of those guys can be excellent heels. I think that would be probably the best move, but we'll see what happens. I mean, the Arm making a great start beating the Raw Tag Team Champions and then beating the former SmackDown Tag Team Champions. So, so far, so good. I gave that match an A because they're, they're, you know, four of my favorite wrestlers anyway. But it was a great match anyway. Um, then we moved on to a weird match, um, Oscar versus Marion Rose. Um, I don't know if you watch it. I know sometimes we'll watch when women's wrestling is like fast forward it. <laughs> but, um, you know, are they trying to give Marion Rose a push? I mean, what do you think here? I mean... <laughs> I, I don't know because she showed she she did good last night. Like as as a heel, you know, it was kind of like one of those. She did kind of like the cow. She kind of played the cowardly heel, uh, yeah, persona where you know she was acting like she was hurt and you know took took the took the opportunity um, to get over. Um, my, my biggest disappointment with all of that is why, like, where has Asuka been? Like, are they not pushing her because her, because of her language barrier kind of thing? Um, I mean, I love to see her, like she got fired up last night, which I love to see Asuka when she's fired up. We saw that in the, um, the women's evolution pay-per-view. We saw that in TLC, like when she gets fired up. She's amazing, and of course we saw it in NXT. But um, Ma- Mandy Rose, I think she she has potential, but I just don't like her character. Like of this, I don't know what they're trying to insinuate what she's supposed to be doing. Like um, it kind of has like a gold dust entrance, but the way the commentators, especially Corey Graves, talks about her, yeah. like it has this adult. Um, super adult star under theme or whatever. I don't yeah. think that's exactly appropriate for the um, the crowd that WWE is trying to get right now. Right, especially just coming off a, a, a rivalry where she's trying to steal somebody's husband. Yeah, I just don't think like, and I love the attitude there. I've already said that, and as we know, there was a lot of of those racy segments and stuff back then. But my thing is, either you do it or you don't do it. Don't just try to like insinuate. Um and not really come out about who this person is supposed to be. Because like I said, I don't understand her character. I mean, she can do good in the ring. Like she's, she can work really good. Um, we saw that last night. I mean, she, um, and she does have heel capabilities to be a top heel, but just the whole character of her just doesn't, doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And like, if I have my five-year-old son, my four-year-old son watching this, I must get past that just because I don't want him to, to really see that to be honest, because it's confusing, you know? Yeah. And I really don't like how Oscar lost, like just getting thrown into the ropes and then schoolboyed. It was just a weird match altogether. I didn't like it I, at all. I gave it a B because it was just weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I love Oscar, but if she's going to be a champion, so we went from the, the SmackDown women's championship to being very prestigious. Um, in my opinion, yep. Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch, of course, to now it feels like it doesn't matter. And I don't, yeah, this I don't understand that. My- yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But uh, moving on, uh, we have another NXT superstar, Ricochet versus a new name guy, Eric Young. Just kidding. <laughs> um, 
sarcasm there. Literally haven't haven't seen Eric Young wrestle once on SmackDown except to, uh, last night. Um, kind of frustrating because Eric Young is one of my favorite wrestlers. If you watch any of his TNA work, he's a great heel. If you watch any of uh, NXT work, great heel. Um, but you know Ricochet comes in, um, and I understand you know letting Ricochet get the W here. But it's like his first. It's like Eric Young's first thinking match. How is he gonna lose? Like, um, I don't understand what they're doing with Sanity. I do like Ricochet though. Um, but what are your thoughts on the matter with, with, I mean NXT and, and Eric Young and all, and all that? I mean, you gotta think Ricochet's gotta be looking at this other this other, pretty much NXT call up, and he's like, "Wow, I'm pretty much." It wasn't a squash match, but he's like, "Now this." Close. Almost. It's pretty much like I'm, you know, this guy's job into me now. You know, what kind of hope does that give? I mean, and I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but Sanity are pretty much jobbers now, man. They've kind of taken, you know, which we don't ever see them, but when we do see them, they're getting smashed. They're kind of like smack, you know, they're kind of like the Ascension almost, where they're just like whipping boys. And we know that, that at least Eric Young out of that group is really talented. Um, I mean, the other guys, too, are, of, of course, but um, I love Ricochet, but it's just kind of like I'm with you on that. Like, why, man? Like, um, I would I would I would much rather have seen him squash somebody like Eric Young than than like another big name. Like, I don't know, Randy Orton or something, um, which is the opposite of what well, he, he, with. He, he freaking put like. You know, dropped out Elias on Raw, and that kind of made me mad too. Dude, I'm a I'm an Elias Mark, like. Me too. <laughs> um, I said I said in my uh, at, with the Raw review, like I heard you say that. He's like, <laughs> that he's he's going to be a top star, and then they just keep jobbing him out. They freaking job him out to Ricochet and Jeff Jarrett, and like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, it's like it's like I was talking to Chris, and it's like. <laughs> NXT now has the golden shovel. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. I love Ricochet. He's one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. But still, you, you know I mean, put him against like, like, you know, some the one of the Ascension guys and beat him. You know, I would much rather have seen that to be honest. Uh, but that again, that's another NXT. Yep. They didn't do anything with you know. And I, I give this, I give this an F. The match. I mean, the match was good, but just you know, I give it an F because it was so quick and it was almost a squash match. I'll say this much. Uh, Rick, My Ricochet, you're a great wrestler, but oh yeah, like so. For, just from a spectator's appeal, so this is just pretty much just my mom who watches wrestling with me sometimes. Old school wrestling fan, Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, like those were her people. You know, back in the '80s, and you know, she she grew up watching Memphis wrestling. That's where she was from. But she um, she was watching the match with me, that particular match. And dude, she popped when when she saw Ricochet do those moves. <laughs> so he's, yeah. he's definitely entertaining, and I think he's definitely going to be a big draw for WWE. But I just hate to see all this wasted talent, um, like, like Eric Young and, and some of these other guys that are just like, they could also be a good draw if booked correctly. Before and before we get to the the blockbuster man event, which was one of my favorite matches, um, what do you think about Ty Dillinger being asking for his release? I mean, yeah, you say well, um, that's one of them right there. I mean, he, he on Twitter asked for his release, 
he got his release, so he's no longer with the WWE. Who do you think he's gonna go to AEW, or what do you what do you think on that? He, he could easily be put in AEW, Dragon Gate, uh, New Japan, Ring of Honor. Like he's just one of those talents that's very versatile, and um, you could see him go anywhere. You know, I wasn't really exposed to him very much. Um, I don't understand like the perfect ten. I think that's a an okay gimmick. Um, he just he never appealed to me for some reason. So, I mean, and I think that's WWE's fault because he didn't really get any exposure. Um, I had gone back since the release, and I kind of feel guilty for saying this, but just kind of going back and watching some of his stuff on YouTube, um, some of his, his, you know, some of his uh, moves, and, you know, there's all these compilation videos of, of, uh, you know, how what he's good for and some of the moves he does. He's a pretty talented guy, you know, but I feel bad for not seeking him out, or but I haven't been exposed to him. Again, that... WWE, it is kind of a rant here, man. They have so much talent. They they have some of the top talent in the world that you never, ever get to see. Because they have so many of them, and they need to figure out. Like, I was looking on Twitter the other day. I wish they would bring back something like Sunday Night Heat. Yeah. Where you put some of these this underneath talent or some of, this, um, some of these guys that are really trying to come up. And give them a show. I mean, I'm not talking about NXT that you can just watch on, on the network, but uh, give them something, man, to just like a velocity or something that you can <laughs> that you can you can push them and have real storylines because Sunday Night Heat had storylines back in the day. Yeah, it sure did. Like, it was one of my favorite shows to watch. Yeah, and you got to see cool like Edge and Christian, you know, when they were coming up, um, Gangrel, The Brood, you got to see um, – Val Venus, you got to see some of these mid-card and underneath guys really get a cool storyline and really cool stuff happened on Sunday Night Heat. Um, I wish they would do something like that because they have so much talent that doesn't get used um, that are going to start asking for the release more and more and more. And it's like, I just think it's a bad move, man. But yeah, I just, I went on that rant and I forgot your question. But yeah, just, <laughs> no, <laughs> man. Um, it was about Tidy Longer, but moving on to the blockbuster main event, we had uh, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, and versus Samoa Joe, Randy Orton, and Daniel Bryan, uh, WWE Champion Daniel Bryan. Uh, man, I love this match. It was one of the best matches on SmackDown. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Tell me what you liked most about it. I love Kofi Mania. Dude, yeah. <laughs> so, so pumped, man. Like, I, I really hope. Even if he wins it at Fastlane and loses that many, I'll be fine. Oh, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, I just love that that he's getting something, you know, and he gets fired up about it. And the boy, you know, the New Day guys are kind of supporting him. They're not being crazy jealous or trying to turn or any of that nonsense. Like, um, yeah, I, I actually thought they were going to do that where they were going to turn on him. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to. There were some good spots in, in, in the match, you know. It's kind of weird to – we got the Elimination Chamber and then we're doing like a kind of a six-man tag match with the same people, right? Yeah. Um, it was it was good. I, mean, I really don't care for the six-man tag format a whole lot. Yeah. It just kind of feels like it robs you of some of the storytelling. Like they have to do most of the storytelling in the ring, which I'm cool with. I love wrestling itself. I'm not just a fan of wrestling for the storyline, but – um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, 
they alluded to some of the stories, some of the backstage segments, like where the faces got together and they did the whole pancake thing, and then the heels yeah got together, whatever. Um, but I love how like at the, towards the end of the match, you took out Rowan and Daniel Bryan, and took out the other people, and then like he just rolled Daniel Bryan in the ring and just hit him with the trouble in paradise. There was no like ducking, there was no reversing. It was a clean, clean victory. finish. Yeah, like there's no like reversing or anything. So, well, you know what's funny about stuff like that, though, is, like, if you go back and watch Elimination Chamber, he did the same thing, and he kicked out, but he couldn't kick out on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it has to be building to something, and I don't know. What are they going to do for the next two episodes? Are they going to build the narrative? I guess they're going to be forced to build the narrative around um, Kofi, Mania. Kofi, yeah, Kofi Mania, Kofi and Daniel Bryan, and we're going to see how Daniel Bryan reacts to Kofi mania. And uh, I would love, I think he's going to cut some great promos. Um, I think the new day. Oh, oh yeah. It's good promos. So it's going to be a good, a good mic, mic battle too. Um, over the next two episodes, I think. Yep. And I give, give that a, a plus and I give the episode all overall about C plus. Um, yeah. I'm there with there you. Some great spots. Great spots. Um, but to go back to what you were asking me earlier, what do I think of Daniel Bryan as a heel? Um, I love it. I, it's man, I love his work. His mic work is amazing. We've never had a heel that makes me think of Captain Planet. <laughs> um, every time I watch, um, and you know, Captain Planet was a cartoon from our childhood. <laughs> and I watch him. That's what I think. I'm like, this guy's like Captain Planet. Like, <laughs> like for real, except he's bad. You know, Captain Planet was good. Um, I personally actually don't like the, the, the way the belt looks, but you know, <laughs> it's cool that we got a new belt. Um, you know, we always, you know, I like when I always loved when the superstar designed it custom for themselves. Absolutely. Uh, I always thought every wrestler should be like that, but um, but I love it. There's nothing. There's no better heel right now in WWE. I don't think. Maybe Samoa Joe because his mic work is amazing. I think um, Joe is good. I, I think, like I said, Elias, I think he's an excellent – when he gets a chance to really do his whole, you know, gimmick and, and his whole thing. Like, I remember when – you remember when he came to Raw and Little Rock, right? Like, yeah. He just trashed the whole – like, he, 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 like, sung a song about Little Rock. It was awesome. My main thing, problem with WWE right now is, like, two weeks ago, Elias was face. Yeah. And then he's heel. And, and Nia Jax, three weeks ago, she was face. Now she's heel. <laughs> whatever. Um, and it's just like... Triple H. What, why is one day they're heel? Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why is he face? Um, Dean Ambrose, literally, one week he's bashing Seth Rollins and Triple H, and the next week he wants Seth Rollins to help him. Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> um, but, you know, and there's some other rumors going on, you know, it, is Roman coming back soon? And yeah. what I told you the other day, you know, they used the triple power bomb on Elimination Chamber because the rumor is Roman's coming back soon and the, and the Shield's going to get back together before Dean leaves. I was literally reading last night that, the, that that's a good way they're going to send off everybody is at WrestleMania, they're going to help Seth Rollins win, and that's going to be the final time you see the Shield. Mm. Um, but, you know, and then, you know, you got um, – you know, what's Bobby Lashley doing? Like, he just powerbombed Leo Rush, now they're friends again. Like, what's going on? Like, you know, just that little lingo stuff with some stuff going on. But, you know, 
I'm excited to see the road to WrestleMania. Um, it looks like WrestleMania is building up to be a pretty good, you know, pay-per-view. Um, you know, you think you think Seth Rollins is going to get that W at WrestleMania? What's that? You cut off a little bit. What was that? You think Seth Rollins is going to get the W at WrestleMania? Oh, you know what? I think he is. I, I think it's time for Brock Lesnar to go to, to UFC. And I, man, I, I said the same thing last year, though. You know what I'm saying? You never yeah. know what's going on behind Vince's door. Um, we don't know if it's going to, you know, all signs point to um, Seth Rollins. And then last minute, he's like, oh, I'm changing it, you know? Um, you don't, you don't know, but I, I think he's, I, I really do. I really do think he's going to get it. Um, I hope it's going to be a safe match. You know, you keep hearing all this promo work of, I'm going to leave, you know, it's pretty much saying I'm going to die at WrestleMania. I said wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's just kind of, I, they're going to, they're going to give it their all, man. And I, it's going to be a good show. I would love to see the shield. Um, intervene, especially with Roman Reigns. Um, there's a big gap in the roster right now with him being gone. Like we used to bash on him and stuff a little bit, um, but he really, man, he he really did help tie the the raw, at least the raw brand together. Um, he and he looked like a superstar. He looked like a champion. I mean, he, he had everything. Um, you know, maybe, maybe his mic skills wasn't the best or whatever. Maybe the writing was kind of crazy or whatever, but. I would love to see that. I do think he's going to get the W. I do think Brock Lesnar is going to give him a great match, though. Um, just based off the last couple matches that Brock Lesnar has been in, he's really been trying to to help put over the other talent, which is rare for him. I thought the um, the Finn Balor match was great. Um, even the Finn Balor thing at Raw that he did was great. Um, so I, I think it's going to be an excellent match. I can't wait to see it. Do you think that's going to be the main event, or do you think that the um, the women's match, the women's match, and we got a couple minutes left? What um, what's your thoughts on the man, the Becky Lynch? What what do you think? Um, I haven't really got your thoughts on it yet. Yeah, what do you think about think WWE? How WWE is doing that? I think it's great, man. They they've inserted Vince McMahon in the storyline. Whenever you do it, it's money. You know, I've always said that. Um. Vince McMahon is probably the biggest draw in the in the in the company's re- recent uh, or the history, really. I mean, besides Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold, yeah. I mean, the whole a big reason why Stone Cold got over as as big as he did was because of Vince McMahon. Um, I think they're yeah. kind of working some sort of angle, like how he suspended her like that, and said, "I'm the yeah. man. You're so, not the man." You know. Here's my take on what how she's going to get in the match, and let me know if you think it's good or not. Monday Night Raw. Ric Flair's 70th birthday. The man comes out and erupts him, puts him in, puts him in the disarmor until he put her in the match. What do you think? <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, you think Charlotte's going to be there? Yeah, and they're going to she's going to put her in the disarmor, put him in this armor until they put her in the match, dude. I'm telling you, because everyone's going to be there. That's true. Like, you know, they, they've been mentioning pretty heavy though, like she's going to go to jail if she comes back. So. Um, how do you think that's going to play into that's, it? Becky Lynch 316, man. That's what it is. What it is. <laughs> Becky Lynch 316. Told me that a couple of ago, so. It's going to um, be interesting. I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. You know, I, I never skip past any Becky segment. I, I watch all my, my WWE pretty much um, on DVR because there's honestly some cringeworthy stuff 
Um, and I love to fast forward through some of it, but um, that I never skip over. She's, she's such a big, you know, she's going to be a household name. She's going to be the, the next, she's the man, you know, um, yep. she really feels a big part of that gap that Roman left. Um, and I think Charlotte's a perfect heel. I really, she's, she's perfect. She's yeah. a perfect. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to like to see Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Ronda Lesnar at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's a thing now, right? Ronda, Ronda Lesnar. <laughs> Dude, she keep like, man, I, I mentioned this in my last episode when she fought Ruby Riot. She took like three riot kicks and kicked out of each one of them. I'm like, it's ridiculous. That's messed up. I mean, how to that that's that is burying an upcoming talent. I mean, that's just it's finishing move three times. Like you can and she took one from the top rope. I was like, what? It was crazy. Like but, um I, I'm looking forward to it. Transitioning away from WWE real quick into the finals minutes here. What do you think about AEW? Um, they did something that WWE's never done. They sold an eighteen thousand seat arena out in four minutes. Yeah, so, and they just, um, you know, they just opened up two hundred more seats too. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I think they're already sold out. You know, um, yeah, they're making that run for it, man. They're, and I hear they're trying to get, you know, they're trying, they're secretly talking to WWE superstars about joining the company. Um, you know, that's just crazy, man. I feel like it's WCW all over again. I do too, and it's scary. I mean, you look at <laughs> you look at Turner Broadcasting, which I think that's probably where where AEW yeah, is yeah. going to go. Yeah, they're going to go to TBS or whatever. But the okay, so Turner Broadcasting, um, pretty much in in the probably from what nineteen ninety six on. What's the year? Whether they bought all that? Maybe it was earlier than that. But it was a big corporation. I've been listening to a lot of like eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff. And he was talking about it. So the difference between WCW and and um, and WWE or or even AEW and WWE is AEW is going to be owned by a, a separate entity, a different corporation, the Khan family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they have more money. Man, so. they, they do, but they're also not. They're still a corporation. They're not yeah. Vince McMahon, who owns everything, who is wrestling. He doesn't. He's got like the XFL thing he's playing with right now, but he is wrestling. Let's just admit that. Um, and so he makes all the calls. Well, with AEW, you have like, um, and they haven't really um, been um, explicit about everything as as far as who's running the company. But I know the tone is it Tony Khan, the younger the the son. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's he's technically the head in charge of the Khan family. Um, running the AEW, and then you have like Cody and the Bucks, and and now you have um, Omega, Jericho. Like they're all like executives, I I guess. Um, I don't know if that's kayfabe or what, but it seems to be real. Um, but it's not all like everybody that's running AEW. They're not all wrestlers, or they're not all wrestling people. It's like a different company, like the Con family, just like how TBS was. Turner, um, so I just think I just think things could eventually get out of control, um, just like WCW did. Especially if they go overspending and going crazy, it makes me nervous. I feel like it's going to be good for like ten years, and then it's going to melt down. But I'm also just a, a, a WWE mark. As much as I love WCW back in the day, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I just I hope it goes well because we know competition makes everything better. Um, but it's just. I'm a little nervous. We're going to see. 
Cool. Yeah, I definitely understand WWE Mark here as well. Um, but that's all I have for you today. Um, I do appreciate you coming on the show and, and having some fun with us and talking and going over wrestling. I always love doing it. Um, you have any, do you want somebody, any, any people to follow your Twitter or anything? What's your Twitter? Um, let's see. Um, I really don't remember my, my Twitter handle. I think it's, um, at Skydog. So S K Y D O G at Skydog. Um, I just tweet about wrestling and Arkansas sports. Um, I definitely love to have you back on the show. I'm probably going to do a prediction for Fastlane show that I would like like you to be a part of if you're okay with that. Um, but I do appreciate you coming on the show. Um, if you want to like us, um, just go to Facebook or on Facebook, Twitter. Um, if you want to support the podcast, uh, you could uh, uh, support us. Just going to Anchor and just hitting the support button. It'll be me. Uh, sometimes Clayton will be on. We have Chris will be on. Um, you can go to YouTube. We're on YouTube as well. Uh, support us on Patreon. If you want to ask us a question, just send us a message on Twitter or a message on Facebook, or you can even message us on the Anchor app. But um, we do appreciate you guys. We love it. We love wrestling. And we are out. Have a good day.